0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. And with me in the studio, I'm really honored to be speaking with Cho Zhenyu. Uh, also known as Cho, Cho, right? yes. Cho. So I got the wrong tone. It's Cho Chou. <laughs> It's something about That's Chinese, fine. yeah. so anyway, um he is a volunteer, but he's also an architect in principle and director of the Taiwan Rihanna Center for World Citizens. Yes. If you probably heard about it in the news, you know, that he built that originally just for Syrian refugees, but it True. looks like, it's for world citizens. Okay, well anyway, so we've already met Cho. Right?
1: Hello, hello yes. everyone, I'm Cho, right. hello Shelly.
0: Yes, hello. Okay, so you are from Taiwan though, um, you studied architecture. Yes,
1: yes. Right. architecture. Why
0: yes. architecture in the beginning?
1: Because I, I like to make a drawing, and uh, I like to make a space, especially when I was a senior high school student, you know, the class is making the sketch, drawing or painting in high school. I think that's my favorite. So I tell my dad, I want to study architecture because I can make more drawing.
0: How old were you then, when you told your dad that?
1: Uh, I think almost around 16 years old. Okay. So then fortunately, you know, I entered the Zhongyuan Christian University, University, mm-hmm. And later after the compulsory military service, I studied in, in Columbia University in New York. PhD in University of Melbourne, the postdoc in Helsinki. Wow, Finland. Lot of education there. And later I worked in Turkey and also worked in the uh, techno University Munich in Germany as an associate professor. And then, seven years ago, I started this project called Tavern Rehana Center for World Citizen. And then, finally, I became an architect. <laughs>
0: uh, what? I mean, because it, you were not it, it, really working in your field yeah, b- and you are just teaching your field but not really working. Yeah,
1: because I'm more like an academic uh, academic researcher, you know, academician, university teacher, professor, teaching history and theory of architecture. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm not a practicing architect because I tell myself, yes, I want to be an architect, but I want to build something meaningful and I will never, never work for real estate developer. <laughs> I said never in my life.
0: Okay. How old were you when you said that? <laughs> uh, I think around
1: uh, 21 years old, I think. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So so my life, I think is like an academic refugee. Because, <laughs> 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 because after I finished my master's degree in Columbia University, I, I just say I want to study the history. I want to know what exactly... What is the relationship between Taiwan and the outside world? I want to explore the outside world and the past and now. So I pursue my PhD study. And then after the PhD degree, I say, oh, it's so difficult to find a job. So I went to Finland. And after I finished my postdoc as a lecturer, then I went to Turkey and also for the expedition I went to Germany. So my life is wow. like a refugee. I try to survive. <laughs> Mm. I try to find a job and also I don't want to give up because I don't want to give up this such such little treasure freedom I have in my life. I only want to do something I really want to do.
0: Yeah because not everybody in the world has freedom that you you do. True.
1: So I say freedom is the most important in my life then I say yes I want to be a practicing architect but I want to have freedom to do a meaningful architecture before the chance comes, the opportunity comes, mm-hmm. I say I have to prepare myself, mm-hmm. read a book, talk to the architect to understand what is the role of the architect or architecture. Maybe in my life I don't have a chance, but maybe the chance may come. So what happened? Then, seven years ago, the Ministry of for Foreign Affairs Taiwan, they said, "Cho, we want to donate, you know, only 400,000 US dollars to build a refugee school on a small border town called Rahanda, next to Syria, inside Turkey, but we cannot find an architect. So Cho, we know you're you are not an architect, you're a professor teaching the history and the theory of architecture, but you're Taiwanese, and you teach in Beekin University, Ankara, so can you do us a favor? And then I say, sure. I should remember during that time, the condition is Cho, there's the no money for your design fee. No, no, no money No money And there's no fee For any consultants Because okay. structure Lighting Air conditioning Everything You need to pay the money. consultant Yes oh, yeah, Also okay. there's no fee For traveling You oh. need to travel to the site Is that right uh-huh. And also child, There's no fee For insurance We have suicide bombing
0: what,
1: What's that? Suicide attack Bombing oh,
0: oh, oh, oh right It's dangerous Yes of course I forgot yeah, So right.
1: we, we don't have fee To, to help Protect you To buy you. The, 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 the insurance Because maybe you will die You'll be killed you'll be wounded. They so,
0: told you all that in the beginning before you yes. said yes or no to th- What is that?
1: Because they cannot find an architect because none of an architect will accept this. Oh. So they say, "Chow, can you do us a favor? And I say, sure, because it is a meaningful thing. Right, and, and the this opportunity thing. came yes. without you asking. Yes, and, and I say, this is exactly what we want to do. Or I should say, I want to do.
0: Right, you've been dreaming about this for yes. a long time.
1: And I say, and I tell myself, if I don't do this, my life will feel very regretful. But if I do this, I understand I will fail. Because seven years ago in Turkey, there's no such kind of building has ever been built. Mm-hmm. It's such ironic situation. Because you remember in 1999, we have a you know, September 21st earthquake yes. in Taiwan. Yeah. How many architects, how many NGOs, how many individuals and the donate and contribute a lot of effort to rebuild so many schools, is that right? right but right. in Turkey now, we host around 5 million refugees from Syria, but there's any specific building built for, for them. in responding to the refugee crisis, and no one ever done this before. Mm-hmm. In what reason, a stupid Taiwanese scholar uh. never built any architecture or building in his life he can finish the building. That's right. uh, so the first building 30. You're talking about yourself. Yes. I know I will fail. Mm-hmm. And I say, I will have to be failed, but I will not be feel regretful uh-huh. you know, in my life. So I bring my student 45 times to visit the side. Because suddenly How many re- students? I, I bring many students. Many, many oh. students. Well, good and
0: thing you have those students who are very... Yeah you know, by your side, supportive of yes, what you do. Yes, they're
1: genius, and they, they are so generous. I, I must say, because I don't speak Turkish, I don't speak Arabic, and without the help of my student, I cannot do anything. And I just want to say, three years ago, we started construction. One month before we start construction, there's one suicide bombing explored mm-hmm. next to our site.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And one month later, I bring seven students to the site to start to prepare the construction. I tell them, it's dangerous where you be afraid. And the students say Cho, no, we are Muslim. We pray five times per day. When the day comes, we will go to heaven. I say, oh ho, oh, wonderful. The students say, Cho, this is a good good deal. We follow you. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin.
0: I'm speaking with Cho Zen the architect-in-principal and director of Tower Rehanla Center for World Citizens in Syria. So it's been how many years since you built the thing? Seven years ago? Yeah, or uh, yeah I participated in this project seven. for seven years. So in this period of seven years, yes. there hasn't been other architects or other no. townies support in any way? Similar, even if it's doing the similar kind of projects? No, like, no? no. Because yeah. the
1: NGO, okay. they will never want to build a building. Because they do everything based on the annual budget. Oh. But once you start to want to build a building, so definitely it's not a single, you know, one-year budget. It must cross over several years. Sure. And also the second thing is when, once you start to build the building, you always, always, you know, or I should say often, you will have a court case. Because this always has a lot of dispute, you know. Yes. Court case or you know, legal dispute. And the third thing is land. You need to buy the land to build the building. The land is very expensive.
0: Did you have to buy the land to no, build your... No, no. Because
1: okay. even we don't have money to buy the land. Right? So that's why you need to work with the local government. And in Mandarin, we saw we have a white mafia and a black mafia. 白道,黑道. Uh-huh. And usually white mafia, they are more, I don't say greedy, but they are even more tough mm-hmm. than the, the black mafia. So that means you need to work with the local government, local politician. To ensure they give you the property, then you can build something on top. Mm-hmm. So that means you are not only just build a building or design a building. There's a lot of political negotiation.
0: Yes, I can see that. Yeah, and that is the most times. difficult part. It is because it is.
1: the local government they always say, "You are NGO. You are crazy. You come here to help Syrian refugee, but we." Turkish citizen, Turkish government. We also we are a refugee too. We suffer a lot. But okay. why everyone come here to say we want to help Syrians? The Syrians?
0: Now I know that you don't speak or understand the Turkish language. No. How no. did you manage?
1: Because I find the students they are genius they and they are very talented. Yeah. So they work as a later. And also I tell myself I should only speak English. Mm-hmm. It's a protection. Okay. Because I get. Because there's it. a lot of political negotiation. Mm-hmm. I should never say anything in turkish directly right, right because right. today i say yes tomorrow i can say no uh-huh. and it's very easy okay. because everything is through translation mm. the second thing is of course the mayor also criticized me cho cho why you don't speak turkish and i say dear mr mayor you also speak english you invite the private tutor to your house and teach you how to speak english uh-huh. and i say today if every citizen in Rihanna, can speak English. Rihanna will be very different.
0: Now, I understand, Cho, that actually your grandparents were refugees from China true, true. back in 1940s, true. And, true. and then came to Taiwan to find refuge. That's also why you have such sentiment for refugees. True. I mean, not only just Syrians, but just around the true. world.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I, I grew up with my grandparents, especially my grandma, mm-hmm. my mother's mother. Every time we have festival, we have ceremony, and she pray, she cry, and she want to come back to China, oh. and then she want to met her family again if she has a chance. And finally, in the 1980s, late uh-huh. 1980s, finally she she got a chance. She visited in Nanjing. Suddenly she realized she she knows everything.
0: But how about her relatives and brothers? and sisters? Almost,
1: almost died.
0: Oh, I see. Almost everyone died. You you brought her there. Were no, you with no, her? No,
1: okay. No, my, my parents.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And then she come back and she's crying. Mm. And she's crying and she cannot stop herself. Mm. Then, then suddenly I realized that generation is so difficult. Yeah, that, that generation is, true. is so difficult. So, and, and my grandparents, especially my grandma, never, never tell me what uh-huh. exactly happened when she forced to migrate to Taiwan.
0: So so to this day, you don't know why.
1: She, she never tell me the detail. Oh. And suddenly, I realized uh-huh. I have two uncle, I, and my mom, and their father, come from different family. Mm-hmm. And my grandma never tell me what happened.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um, even for any refugee, I think there is a dark, True. you know, history True. or True. Um, you know hardship that they went through. True that they probably don't want to rethink again, they True. don't want to yeah, they want to be able to bury all the, you know, all the sadness, the True. the bad parts of True. their lives, you True. know. But it's unfortunate because they're going to just bring that to their death. But um if only we were to know, but we can only guess, you know, how hard it was back then for them to True even so, like to, to just get up and leave their home country and come yes. to a foreign country. Oh, you that. are
1: 16 years old. You're forced to leave your hometown, your family. And then wait for 40 years later, then you come back. Mm. How many things you get lost. Yeah, that's true. It's, a, it's definitely a trauma. So, so suddenly I see the Syrian woman at the center, mm. at the Rihanna. And I, see, almost, I can feel what my grandparents, they their generation has experienced. Sure. So that's why, maybe that's one reason. I think I have such kind of sentimental attachment to the woman's Syrian woman, mm. especially with their own kids on site. Because in Rihanna, 100,000 citizens, they receive 250,000 Syrian refugees. Wow. And uh, more than 70% of the 250,000 are women and children. Men killed, wounded during the war. Mm. If the men still healthy, they went to the metropolitan area, uh-huh. or they try to go to Europe, die on the road, or once they enter Europe, they disappear. Oh no! So only women and children And the children left,
0: yeah. Yes. We heard about why Chou began building a community center for Syrian refugees. Let's find out how the center is made into good use and what the people do at the place every day in a second episode of my interview with Zhen Zhenyu on In the Spotlight next week. I'm Shirley Lin.